0: Gentlemen, I hope your morning is going beautiful. I hope your evening is going beautiful. I don't know if you're listening to this in the middle of the day. I hope you're not in traffic. I hope you got a smile on your face. I got a great show for you today and inspirational. And we're, we're talking from Hawaii to Barcelona. So we're going global here, ladies and gentlemen. I got an incredible guest for you, the one and only Yvonne Dam. She's the founder and CEO of Amaze Yourself a seasoned performance and business coach dedicated to helping individuals reclaim their time and optimize their professional and personal lives. With a wealth of coaching experience spanning executives, teams, and ambitious business owners, Yvonne has empowered dozens to achieve business growth while strategically reducing their work hours. Does that sound interesting to everybody? I know it does to me. Her transformative coaching programs focus on the philosophy of saying yes selectively a principle she herself embraced on her journey from workaholism to balance, which we're going to be getting into. Yvonne's personal experience of recovering from burnout fuels her passion for guiding others through the process of finding freedom, focus, and self-fulfillment. Yvonne, thank you so much for being here today. How are you?
1: I am amazing. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Yeah, the pleasure's all mine. It's it's always interesting, and I'm very thankful to get to speak to people who have a different kind of mindset and are using that mindset to help others be successful. So, you know, maybe maybe I'll just jump right in here and ask you the philosophy of balance. Can you maybe delve a little deeper into your journey from being a workaholic to finding balance, and and uh, how how did you embrace that philosophy to saying yes on only what you wanted to? That sounds fascinating to me. Sure.
1: Well, um, I, I don't know about you, but I'm quite driven, you know, I and especially when I like what I do, I, I'm all in, I, I'm kind of the all or nothing person, Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Um,
1: and, and I started as an international tax lawyer in one of the top two global audit firms, so we were always drilled in, you know, work, 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 every minute is going to cost money, because every minute is what charged to the client, um, so there was a lot of pressure always to work hard, and I love what I did, right. so I was in a corporate environment for 25 years and uh, in, in several leadership positions, and it was always, there was always something, right? Um, and and I knew that I didn't want that anymore, and I, I, I knew that I wanted to help clients one-on-one, so that's when I left the corporate world to start coaching, but I didn't know, and, and maybe if you're a business owner, you recognize this, but what I didn't know is that I kind of Changed only the environment. I didn't change my working hours. If anything, I started to work more because now it was all for me, right? So, and I was even more driven. And then one day, I kind of woke up and I was like, "What the beep am I doing?" Because I'm I'm just working all day, um, and this was supposed to give me freedom, right? Start my own company, be free. And I was like, "Yeah, this is really not how it should be." And then I started to to to. To cut back, basically, I started to ask myself, okay, so what is it all about? What do I really need to do? And what don't I have to do? And I would love to tell you that it was as easy as that, and that I flipped the switch and all of a sudden there was balance in my life. Um, but it's not. It's, it's you know, for, for driven people um, that really are eager to make things work you now and again have to really make conscious decisions about what you're doing and what you're doing, what you're not doing anymore. And that's where it starts with me for saying yes to what you really want, but maybe even more important, say no to everything else. Mm. And and that for me is really the key to, to be more in balance and to, um, with that, have a better life.
0: So, what is it for you that like you know it's yes? Is it like a heartfelt feeling? Is it like a is it a combination of this cerebral idea of like this is very important and I love this? Or what is it that that is that yes? Like how does you how does your mind and body know this is a yes?
1: Well, uh, for me, it's a couple of things, right? Um, And I think it's different for everyone, but we all know deep down what a yes is and what actually is like, uh, you know. (laughs) um so it, it, it starts with the obvious let's say if if I just look at what do I like to do in my business well I love to coach I love to coach I love to speak to people about it that's you know that's like ooh makes me happy almost wake me up and uh I'll talk about it right uh what's a heartfelt no oh I I, I really and I already knew this I'm not into administration mm. so bookkeeping first thing hard felt yes for someone else, not for me. That's it, but that's quite an obvious one. Um, it's more the nuances that you need to be careful of. Um, things that people ask you and that you think can do a lot for your business and then you're doing it and you're actually not enjoying it um, because it might be not that just once off, but then there's a whole lot of other stuff you need to do that you actually know, oh my God, this drains me. Sometimes you need to do something before you know next time i need to say no right um and sometimes it it really for me the main thing is yes it's a gut feeling and sometimes you 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 struggle to find it but what brings me joy you Mm. know what 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 comes easy what feels effortless what if i start doing it it time flies away that are the yes things and a lot of other things are most likely no, maybe not, not today. Let's cancel, let's perform. Or anything in between, but not doing it.
0: Yeah, that's a good I, I love getting down to the kind of nitty-gritty and finding out what it is. Because I think everybody has these different sort of feelings that they that, that, that consume them sometimes. And then you know when when you when you seem to be climbing the second mountain, be it in life or wherever it is you know, your relationship with money changes. I've noticed that in a lot of people with whom I'm spoken. And it seems to me that this idea of purpose begins to trump money. Did you find that on that second mountain climb?
1: Yes. Yes. And, and, and I think that the, the money aspect is often one that triggers people to say yes to things that they don't want to do. And the funny thing is that if you do that, it doesn't pay off. It doesn't pay what you're expecting to pay whereas if you are true to what you're feeling and your purpose and and really what makes you happy then it almost attracts the money and I'm not going to say it's going to do it you know without you doing anything because it's still hey I need to work for it but it's it's I like to call it your zone of genius it's where it doesn't feel like work because you would be almost astonished by getting paid for it because you love to do it it comes easy to you yet and years where it often goes wrong because it comes easy to you and because you feel like hey i almost should not be paid for it that's where your zone of genius lies but a lot of people then think it comes easy i can't charge for it Mm -hmm. and then they get into issues whereas You have to recognize your talents and your strengths. You have to recognize that it's you that has it and not someone else. And then it becomes easier. And then you get to, you know, be in the right money spirit, so to say.
0: I love it. So it seems to me that lived experience is something that helps you recognize the potential of other people. And when I hear you talking about what's going on here... How do you see that in other people as a coach or as a mentor or as someone who wants other one to find that zone of genius? You can say that stuff and you know it in your heart because you had the lived experience of it. But how do you help other people spot their own zone of genius?
1: Um, well, it's, it's a variety of things, um, but often when I work with my clients, it, it's, quite, it's quite clear. Um, I must say I have very, uh, it, it was actually surprising to me. I, I love people, all kinds of people. I, I, I you know, um, the more variety, the better for me. I'm, I'm always curious. I always like to engage. I, I, I love that. Um, I must say, I work with the most amazing people. So somehow there is already a connection that I feel. If I don't feel the connection, I have to say no because then it's not gonna work. Um, and I work with the most amazing people and I found um that a lot of my clients they often feel like they are different they often feel they don't fit in whatever reason but they feel like i'm different sometimes it's it's obvious why they feel different sometimes it's not they just have a different way of thinking or a different way of doing or a different way of being and um for me like i said let's work with that let's let's embrace that difference but you can imagine that when someone has felt different their entire life, and sometimes they even have been um, bullied about that difference, or they have been made fun of, it is it is a bit painful. It is a bit like they know it, they accept it because it's how they are, but they don't really like it because they've been called out of it, or sometimes they have been given a label, you know, you're this or you're that, and then. Um, I often see it as an opportunity. If that is you, wow, you do it different than all the rest. And then we start to unravel that present all to say, you know, okay, so if you're different, then let's embrace that. Let's use that. Let's let's make that bigger. And once we've worked through several things, because you can imagine it's not like, oh yeah, I'm different. Oh, oh, I feel so amazing now. I'm different. No, it often feels like. different okay if you work through that but then allow you to to be your natural self well you can only imagine what's going to happen then and that's it's for every person different of course every coaching you know um, program is different but that's what it comes down to let you see how amazing you are so you can embrace it use it and then get in the zone and then yeah take off from there
0: I love it. It's sort of the, the ugly duckling in real life, right? And on some level, I wonder, I, I just had a conversation with Perry about this. We were talking about how a lot of the times the corporate environment tends to squeeze uniqueness out of people and try to shove this beautiful round peg into the square. You know, they, they really don't like people that are nonlinear because they see things different or they're not doing exactly what they're told because maybe they have a better way to do it. You know, I've seen that in my life. Have you seen the corporate world just try to, like, squeeze people into places that they have no business being? And it kills their soul, right? Yes, it does. Yeah. I I know that I, when I worked in corporate, I always felt like I was
1: wearing a mask.
0: Yes. Yep.
1: Um, And it it, it already starts with how you have to dress. You all have to be dressed equally. You know, even in my environment, you couldn't even wear color or or have, like, a... the most rebellious thing is if you would have a pinstripe, you know, oh. like, you know, that's, <laughs> no, no, it's, it's not. And, and if you, or your hair was different or anything, it's it really, it's not done. So that's just the outside and then it's inside and you have to be on time or you have to actually wait, you have to work longer than your boss, you have to be seen, you know, it's it's all that kind of things that that kind of kills your brains and your creativity. Um, and that's why I think, you know, the, there's so much to do to make that, that world better because they actually need non-linear thinkers. And if they're not tapping into that source, they're missing out big time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, you know, sometimes I'll talk to people who, when my mentor group, when I talk to them and they're like, oh, I got fired. I'm like, congratulations. What? You know, you should see their face change what do you mean i'm like congratulations that means you stood up and you fought for something you know let me give you a hug like you know people don't do that like and i i i've seen both people i've seen my myself have been escorted out of buildings before and i've also been the guy that's sitting in there like i can't believe i'm gonna do this thing that goes completely against my code of respect for myself and i think that one feels worse because that one stays with you it's like I didn't say or do what I know I'm capable of. I and mean, you don't forgive yourself, especially the nonlinear thinkers. Like, they're so hard on themselves.
1: Have you found that to be true? Yeah,
0: I, I definitely.
1: And there's a beautiful project that's now going on from the octopus movement that's yeah. going to help corporates to actually make sure that they embrace nonlinear thinkers. So I'm, I'm part of that project. So I'm very excited about it, but it is yeah. a- we need it. And, and you're so right. If you go against what you are made of, what you stand for, your own values, yeah, it's it's soul sucking. Um, so, yeah, I, I totally, totally agree with you.
0: It's fascinating to me to think. You know, sometimes I think of the term business alchemy, and I see that when reading through your bio and reading through some of the comments that people are saying about you. In optimizing businesses while reducing working hours, what key principles or strategies have you found most effective?
1: Um, it's so funny. I had a conversation with about this yesterday. I, I somehow I always like to to look for the shortcuts, right? I'm I'm very much a person. If we can do it in four hours instead of eight, let's do that. You know, yeah. I, I I I I love that. So. Um, and I really feel that my experience in the corporate world, I was in finance, HR, sales and business development, change management. So I've seen a lot of things. Um, and, and like I said, I love to work with diverse people, diverse companies. So that kind of helps me to see, okay, let's assess where you are, what's happening, what's going on in your business. Let's look at, you know, how are you standing in the race? Are you still happy? Are you doing the best you can? What's your vision? Where do you want to take it? Um, But also, how how is your setup right now? How are your systems? How is your team? How are your sales efforts? How is everything within your business supporting you? And then if we look at that, we already start seeing things that like, "Ah, you know, it's not really supporting me or I hate to do that or I shouldn't be doing that. So those are the things that we then let go of. Um, and it's surprising because people often feel like I need to do more. In my experience, so often is no, you need to do less. Mm. And then the other thing I always like to look at is, okay, so if you look back, what did you love to do? What came easy and what worked really well? And again, if, and, and I think this is a beautiful time because we're at the end of the year. So people are thinking about, hey, what, I, what do I want to do next year? Now think about this. And then let's keep it simple. New Year's resolutions. What do people think about? They think about the things they don't like about themselves and the <laughs> things, right? Yes. I, I need to move more because I'm lazy. I, I need to lose weight because I feel fat. Okay. How about we turn it around? Hey, I love walking in nature. Okay. Let me walk in nature more. And yes, with that, I'm moving more. Okay. So, I don't know. I love vegetables. Let me eat more vegetables. You see, it's the same outcome, but it's a total different way of getting there. And and that's what I love to do most. Looking at what do you love? What went well in your business? What paid off? How can we do more of that? So it actually starts to be like, woohoo. And the funny thing is, if you do that, you don't have to work so hard. You don't have to work so long. Because you're doing what goes well, and you're doing more of it. Mm-hmm. So that's that's yeah, that's what I love to do to look, to
0: look at. I love it. It's I like that little rearrangement of language patterns that you do for people when you're getting. Let's just switch it backwards. Like that sounds so simple, but that is a that is a fundamental shift in the way people move their life is their language patterns. I'm curious. Have you noticed that the the language patterns that people have with their language or their voice tends to echo the, the patterns in their life and their relationships. Isn't that amazing? It is. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love that, and 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 it's so true. And it's also people aren't even aware of what they're saying, is it? You know, and 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 if you think about it, everything you say, but also everything you think, has an effect. Yes. And, and are you saying the positive things or are you saying the negative things? And I'm also aware we all have had bad experiences. You know, life isn't always pitchy, let's be honest.
0: <laughs>
1: but you can do two things. You can really, you know, rehearse the bad again and again and again and maybe share it and, and talk about it and say, oh, this was so bad and this happened and da-da-da. I get it. And you definitely have to work through things. But ask yourself, rehashing again and again, do you think it's going to bring you more positivity or more negativity? And I'm a very firm believer of flipping the script. And it's not an easy thing, but if you can reframe it, if you can take this bad experience, and once again, I'm not saying don't work through it or, you know, you have to, right? But once you feel like, okay, I'm ready to let it go because it's actually bugging me Okay, then how can you flip the script? How can you take that and maybe zoom out and look at, okay, but that bad thing happened, but there was also a reason. Maybe there was because you were so strong. Maybe it was because you're now benefiting from it. What is the other thing that you can talk about that actually kind of makes you feel better?
0: I love it. Yeah, that's, it's, you see that in PTSD and in, in survivors of, of trauma. And you could argue that getting up and going to a work that you despise is trauma. Like it was for me. And it's, yeah. it's so, one thing I've noticed when we speak of patterns is that sometimes the patterns that you despise in other people are in fact the patterns you despise about yourself. I know this person that I was, uh, I speak to a while back, and I, I just saw them replaying this scene. Like, they were saying, you know what this person did? They did this. And then they just kept repeating it. And, you know, they did this. And you know why I think they did this? They did this. And I was like, oh, that's a negative feedback loop. They're just making this connection stronger in their mind, and they're making themselves more angry. And then I was like, how do I know that? And I'm like, oh, because I do it. You know? <laughs> It's crazy to see, like, people are mirrors, right? Like, the the things we see in people we despise are usually things we despise about ourselves. The people, the things we love are usually things we're nurturing in ourselves and we should be nurturing. Does that seem pretty pretty on point? Definitely.
1: It's it's sometimes painful that you go like, oh, and then you go, oh, I do that myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's also a really good side of it that we often don't recognize. And it's when you kind of see someone doing something and you go like, Oh my gosh! I wish I could do that. You know, um, for example, I have it when I feel when when I read something or I hear someone using the most eloquent words. That kind of and I'm I'm not a native speaker, right? So I always go like, oh my gosh! One day when I grow up, I want to be a speaker like that, or I want to be able to write like that. I now know that if you see something, a merit in someone, something that you really, I wouldn't say be jealous of, because that's not how I feel. Let's say you're inspired by it and you go like, I wish I could do it. You can only see it if you have it in you as well. Mm. So, you know, if, if next time when you see someone and you go like, oh, "I wish I would do it, and then you start beating yourself up because you can't, remember this you can only see it because it's in you it's from the negative side like oh ouch i've got that but it's also from the positive side like you know maybe one day next year i'll be more eloquent in my words you know i i just that inspires me so much that i go like well i don't know where it is yet but i know there is like a a little seed in me that waits to come out and and be more you know poetic with their words and everything but that kind of lights me up as, as much as it's painful to sometimes be confronted with um, your own shadow sides.
0: And it lands, like just, just hearing you say that, like it, it changes the way I think a little bit And it. You know, this, if we stay on patterns for a minute, how long do you think you need to interrupt someone's patterns before they start changing their behavior?
1: Um, well, let's be honest, it can be very quick um and it can also take well almost a life you know yeah. um and i i i'm i'm i already told you like i'm i'm a very much like all or nothing i'm very impatient yeah. if i've decided that i you know um that i want to be more healthy I, i'm expecting it tomorrow i must be honest that's kind of my yeah. thing um that kind of doesn't work <laughs> 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 i gotta be completely honest like with the whole balance I still have to work on it. It's my quest. It's, it's, you know, it's what I do. They say what you teach, you need to learn yourself the most, right? Okay. Um, and what I've learned more and more is that as much as I like big gestures, big changes, it all starts with the little things. Um, and it, it, it always starts with awareness. And if you, okay. if you can already be aware, then you already have half the race. And then, you know, there's so many ways to change things. But I always tell myself and my clients, depending on how long have you been harboring this? Mm. So, for example, if you've been told from childhood that you're not good enough, then it's not, oh, I've decided I'm a great person now, and now I'm feeling it. No, there's a lot of unraveling to do. There's a lot of continuation you need to do to break that pattern. But you can do it a step at a time. And and then there's also, which, again, unfortunately, I've experienced in my clients experience as well, but there's also the thing, and they call it each level has its own devil.
0: Oh, I've never heard that before. No?
1: Okay. So, no, I love it. So let's say uh, you, you want to change, um, I don't know. Well, let's, let's take a very obvious one that everybody can relate to, right? You, you want to stop eating sugar, right? You, you want to be, because uh, <laughs> it's, it's a holiday festive, so let's talk about not eating yeah. sugar. Right? Let's <laughs> talk about eating healthy. So the easy thing is like, okay, I'm going to cut out all the sugar in my life it's kind of hard, especially when you've been eating sugar your whole life. So instead of that, go like, okay, well, I used to use sugar in my tea. Let's skip that. Okay, I've done it for a while. I've grown into it and it can take months. Now I feel okay. So now I'm gonna reduce my cookies. I'm not gonna stop them altogether, but I'm gonna reduce them. Um, and so it's, it's like, instead of doing everything, which is very unsustainable, you 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 cut out little things. And, and with each little step, you tell yourself, yeah, but how many years have I been doing this? Oh, All right. Yeah, so it's, it's easy to have a fallback, but I still want it. And, and breaking the patterns, you need more than willpower. You need to know your intrinsic motivation. Why do I want this? Why do I feel this important? Why am I ready to let it go? If there's not a big enough why, it's very hard.
0: Yeah, that's the catalyst to to move you forward. Yeah. You you without that, then there's relapse and almost back to addiction on some level where people have this unrealistic expectation of quitting something that they've done for years, and then oh, I can't do it. I'm a loser, and then right back. It's just this wild machine, right?
1: Yes. Yes. And and that's that's what I found with um, you know um, being a workaholic. You think, yes. oh, I'm just gonna cut back on my hours and then I'm done. Well, first of mm-hmm. all, that's quite hard. But even when you've done it, it goes so so much further because then you've yes. reached a certain level and you go like, oh, I've done it. And then someone asks you to do something in the weekends, and you go like, Well, I don't mind. So you do it one weekend, you do it the next and the next, and then you go like, Oh, there I go again. So even then, when I've cut back my hours during the week, all of a sudden I'm slipping back into I'm working weekends. Again, you need to cut back because that's a different level. And when you've cut that back, then what often happens is I'm working eight hours, but what I'm secretly doing is I'm pushing 10 hours in eight because I'm so productive. (laughs) And then your stress levels rise because all of a sudden you're putting so much pressure on yourself. Next level. I need to make sure that I slow down and build in time in between. So I actually—it's—it's it's also a contradiction. Thinking you need to push more in less hours. It's not working. You need to actually be relaxed, and then you get more productive. But that's a side note. But basically, you need to then, okay, now I need to work less intense, and that's another level of you know being a workaholic. So there's so many levels. But you can't unravel all the levels until you've done steps by steps. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, it makes perfect sense. It, it leads me to this next question of whether it's being a workaholic or whether it is people self-sabotaging or people fighting an, a weight problem. Do you find there's a, this, a common thread? like On some level, these are all forms of self-sabotage, but it feels like we're running from something. Have you noticed in your clients? Is there maybe not one certain thing, but are people running from something, or what? What do you think is happening there? Like, why, why are we doing this?
1: Yeah, it's 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 um, to 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 make it very black and white, and it's never black and white—not right. for my clients, or or nor was it for me. But basically, when you're a workaholic, you're addicted to work.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Nobody likes the word addicted, but it is what it is. The reason why you make yourself addicted to something is to kind of numb a pain, right? It's 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 what you do, so you don't have to feel it. Very often, you work too much because you're unhappy in an other element of your life. Right. And it doesn't have to be blatantly obvious, right? It doesn't have to be obvious for the outside world But inside, you know something is missing. And for me, it was I wasn't happy with who I was. I wasn't feeling great. I always had the feeling of not being enough. And I had to work on that before being able to let go of an addiction. And this is what I very often see with my clients. They feel they're not good enough. And that's why they feel they have to work harder. That's why they have to feel they have to work more so they can prove to others that they're good enough. But if you're not working on your intrinsic value that you feel you're good enough, it doesn't matter how many hours you work, how many people you try to please, you will still feel hollow inside. So that's what often is underneath an addiction.
0: It makes me sad in some ways because I, I I know that feeling of not being enough and trying to satiate it through all kinds of things, you know, whether it's, I got to make more money or I got to work out harder. Or, but it doesn't. It just it, – it, it seems to me that around 47, 48, for me is when it's like, oh, okay, you know, I, I, I've, I've played these games long enough. Like I, it doesn't matter what I do. I do it like that. You know, it's time to, time to be a big boy and figure out what it is, what is bothering you, you know? And a lot of the times it's easy to fall back in those old patterns because you get close to having a breakthrough and you realize, you know what I never dealt with was this problem I have in my family. That's probably why I moved away. You know, and you start, you start dancing around the issue and then it's easy to fall back in those patterns again. What do you do for people so they don't fall back in those patterns?
1: Well, that's, that's, that's basically where I'm there. I, right. I help them. Um, I can either call them out on it when they don't right. notice it well done. Um, or if they notice it themselves, I can help them work through it. Um, and by no means I'm no therapist. Let's get that right. You know, that's not what I do, right. but, um, it does come through in, in how they run their business or how they are harsh on themselves. And then you know we can work through it. We can flip the script, um, and I can hold them accountable. Um, so and 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 that's what I do. I help them through it so they can make the change and make it a lasting change. And it's you're so right. It's not a linear path. Yeah. yeah. Much as we would love it, but it's more like and but you go up. Um, and it's it's nice to have someone with you who understands you and who helps you through it, um, and who doesn't say what the hell are you doing, you know? But yeah. like, it's normal because it is.
0: That's one thing that's so amazing about the octopus group is like, oh, this person gets it, you know? Like for so many people for so long, it's just like you're all alone, yes. you don't understand what's happening, and. It makes perfect sense to you, but nobody around you. They're just like, this guy is a frick, Dude, stay away from that person. Like, they're just lunatic.
1: Yeah. But you're
0: not. You just have a different way to see it. And uh, here's one thing that I really think you probably do beautiful is that it takes two people to notice a pattern. And so if you are, if you are yourself or in a destructive mode or something, you may know something's wrong with you, but it takes another person to perceive that pattern with you and point it out to you. That's very, very helpful to have someone. It takes two people to recognize a pattern, right? Yes, it does.
1: Yeah. And, 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 and it's so I I was just before this, I was uh, writing a client who asked several questions that I was like, okay, you're asking these questions because you're stuck in your pattern. And if you keep asking these questions, if you keep having this outlook, you're gonna call more in of it because this is how you feel it's gonna be. So it's gonna be like that. So let's stop and let's change that because this isn't gonna help you. And, And I'm pretty sure that if I wouldn't have called them out, it's just the way they are thinking forever. So it's yeah. not change, and that's indeed why you need two people to 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 see it and to change it.
0: Yeah, it's really well said, and it's maybe you could speak to the idea for some people listening or watching this, like how you can actually call more of that drama or call more of that pattern to your life. You speak to the magnetism of it.
1: Um. So it's, it's, it's very often it starts with something that you are unsatisfied with. It, it, that's, I think, the biggest, uh, the easiest way. is something that you, you feel unhappy with that's always niggling or that kind of upsets you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm thinking about a real-life example because that always makes it better. Well, let's talk about um, trust. You know, I, 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 I have many clients who have trust issues or control issues. They know they wanna scale their business, they wanna expand, but they feel like, yeah, but I'm the only one who can really do it. You know, uh, I nobody else can do it like me, which is true because you are only you and nobody's gonna do it like you. And, and then we need to unravel it, you know, because then they get grumpy because they, they, they work too hard. They actually should delegate, but they don't want to delegate because they can't, you know. Right. So then and, and what's underneath it? Why can't you, why can't you trust? Um, and then maybe um, their trust has been misused in the past or abused or, or over again and again when they had faith, you know, something didn't work out. And then when we can look into that, what happens, um, okay, how could that happen? You know, what, what brought it? Because that's something we often tend to forget, but a lot of negativity has brought us something. Maybe we're stronger, maybe we're more resilient, maybe we're more like, I'm gonna do it anyway, right? Yep. Very often, it has brought you to where you are right now, which is amazing. So it's 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 also acknowledging what it has brought you, and then seeing, hey, I have this trust issue, and I'm ready to to work on it. Um, so we do a couple of things. We look at, okay, how has it helped you? What will help you to make it feel good? So, for example, if you need to delegate more and you want it to do your way, well, write out your way. You know, step by step, so that people do it train them and then you can let it go and you can check it but there's there's all kinds of ways to work through it so that you finally start trusting again start with small things don't you know don't hand over your your whole business start with a small thing if that goes well great checking things like that so it's it's really unraveling what happens seeing what you can put in place to feel better about it And then once you have the evidence that it works, you can build on that. Okay, so it worked with this person. Now maybe I need more or maybe I can start in other things that I'm doing to also incorporate more trust. And and that's how you build it up. You, You start with something small. You make sure that it feels good for you to do it. You work on it. You get the evidence that it works. And then you take the next step
0: right started creating these positive feedback loops and these habits in your life to to you know sometimes you'll hear people talk about following their heart or a voice that they hear like what do you think that is and how do you get people to resonate with that and and, and unify that that call to action
1: um but i'm a very firm believer that 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 voice you hear or mm-hmm. or you know that 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 inner calling yeah. is um is something you need to listen to and um if if you don't you kind of we already talked about it you kind of like you shrivel up you mm-hmm. know it's and 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 for me i know i i i wanted to start my coaching business um I think it was like seven years or something. And I never did it because I was afraid. You know, I had golden hun- handcuffs. Mm. But every house we moved into, and I'm, I've moved a, ro- a, a lot around, I was like, okay, this room is going to be my coaching room. And, and I always had like, you need to come. And I was like, yeah, no, but I can't. And for me, what happened was um, I was working in my last uh, corporate job, and it, it, it was hell. Honestly, it was the worst environment ever. And mind you, I already worked for that company in, in three or four different countries, oh. and now I was there, and it was the worst. And I think it's because my calling was to do something else. So yeah. if you if you don't listen to it, you will be miserable, but very often, if it's really meant to be, something around you will happen, which isn't great, that <laughs> makes you go like, and now you will have to do it. Yeah. So so but it's scary because often also this little voice or this very strong voice is urging you to do something that you go like I can't do that. That's way different from what I'm gonna do and, and how am I gonna make money and you know all the whys but it's it's almost I like the question what if not in a sense of what if it goes wrong but what if it works out yeah what if and then allow yourself to dream and 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 that can be a first step of tapping into that voice so what if i would have a coaching business right what if i if i would do this how would i feel don't don't fall into the nitty-gritty and how to get there but just what if i would listen to that voice and i don't know about you but i can already feel like Ooh, you know why yeah. starting to come up what if it does work out. And then when that starts stronger and you allow yourself to believe in it, then you can start building a bridge to how to get there. But first, what if it does work?
0: It's so beautiful. In my mind's eye, I can hear you singing, what if and calling in the imagination, which is the next step to create something. And I can't agree more. I, I I myself had that moment where I I denied my life so long that I was filled with misplaced anger. and I took it out on other people, and I just – I could see the change. But as soon as like and, – and for some reason, the resistance in me was so crazy, life had to take me by the arm and just force the situation. Okay? You fought enough. Now this. Now what? And then, that, that, you know, after the, after the moment of breaking and cracking and, and maybe feeling sorry for yourself for a while, that voice begins to speak up to you. And it's, you know, it's, it, now is the time. Do that thing. You know, you start asking yourself, what if? And then all of a sudden, it seems to me, that for me anyway, the next stage was having these incredible visions of what if it does work out? And then the strong imagination of seeing it work out. And all of a sudden, you come to the realization you can be that person you could have always been that person you just have to have the courage to do it how, how do how do we get people to take maybe just one baby step towards courage and start living this authentic version of themselves what are some tools or tricks for that
1: well i i i personally really like what you're saying because that works really well if you allow yourself to dream if you allow yourself to go there every right? day uh, or, or as often as you can. And what I have seen is that when you allow yourself to play with this idea, <clears throat> excuse me, to kind of embrace it, people and situations will start showing up that you know, oh gosh, I can do this. You know, it is because you allow yourself to go there. You allow yourself to think this is going to happen. And and I I, I really... If you tap into that feeling constantly, things will happen. If not, go out and look for it. What a great great exercise to do is to actually, I would like to do that. Now, I can tell myself 3,000 reasons why it can't, because that's human nature, right? (laughs) Yeah. Now, let's look at some examples where what I want to do has worked out for someone else and that really really helps when 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 i started my coaching business i remember thinking oh gosh but there are already a million coaches so how am i going to be different and then i told myself but well, there are already a thousand restaurants and yet still i like to go to one and there are already so many hairdressers so how come i still have troubles finding the right one very true yeah. <laughs> So, you know, it's like, tell yourself different stories instead of saying, you know, but look at examples of how it did happen for someone. Get inspiration from that. I think that's why most of us like these these stories where the underdog becomes the hero, because we often feel like the underdog and we want to be the hero. So find real life examples that you know tell you that you can do it as well, and then take take a little step, you know, okay, if I, if I, if I want to do, let's say, if I want to write a book, because a lot of people want to write a book, yeah. how about I just start to put pen to paper, honestly, how allow if I just allow myself to maybe write, what is it, 15 minutes a day, why not, or if I feel in the flow, I just start writing, or I, I, I what would be, some of the topics I want to write about and and before you know it oh I kind of have the layout of a book wow And you start to write and 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 that you basically start with a little step don't make it big make it small small in time small in what you have to do but start and then it's easier and it gets easier and it gets easier and it gets bigger and more fundamental.
0: I love it. Sing into my heart right now. And I, I think we're beginning to touch on this idea of co-creation. When you start talking to people that do all kinds of things, one of them is writing a book. A lot of the things you'll hear is, I felt as if something was riding through me. You know, you talk to athletes, oh, I was in the zone. I felt like someone was moving through me like that. And I think we're all capable of it. And once you catch a little taste of it, you realize there's something bigger going on here and you can tap into it. Whatever it is that you want to begin, you can definitely begin it. Can you become the best at it? Maybe. I don't know, but you could definitely begin it. And you could definitely start getting better at it. And you could definitely wake up and do the thing you want to do if you just have the courage to start doing it. What what is going on with co-creation? Like when someone's writing through you, what do you think is happening there?
1: Well, it's it's very uh, um, uh, depending on, on, on what you believe is right. If yes. you if you believe in God, um, no matter what God, um, if you believe in in universe, if you believe in in um, having um, something go through you channeling, right. it, it, for me it, it doesn't really matter. But there is there is a belief that there is something bigger than you um and to 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 feel or to allow that connection to be there Um, and it very often um works very well if you if you pray or if you meditate if you kind of sit in silence and allow that to be and and i think that's why it's so beautiful that we spoke about that imagination that vision uh, because if you go there you often already feel good yeah, and if true. you if you sit in silence and you allow yourself to tap into that bigger source um, or that holier source or what have you, you have that same same feeling, that same vibe, that like who you know. It's almost like the the the, the peace inside starts to reoccur, and then when it's there, you can either ask for it. To come through, yeah. or you just will feel it, and all of a sudden you start to write, or you start to do, or you start what have you. Um, but it's it's in my experience very much allowing it to come in. And again, it can be a larger right? whatever you you your your um, faith is, or the universe, or but tap into it and allow it to be, and then it's an amazing feeling when it does come through.
0: It is an amazing feeling. You know what else seems to be an amazing feeling and I'm sure you have lots of experience with this. I, I can't wait to hear what you have to say is that when people begin to make these changes in their life, it becomes contagious. And all of a sudden you start seeing them around other people that are living a little bit better and doing more things. And The same way we see is contagion usually with being sick, so too is contagion with wellness, right? Like how does that feel? That's, that's an amazing thing to see, right?
1: it is amazing and i i I really
0: feel that if you
1: raise your own vibration if you feel better if you feel more happy you attract the same people and it, it it really has to um um to have that that frequency that like okay it's it's when you're happy you see more happy people right um and but it's also as simple as because if you smile you you know that that raises the happy endorphins in you but if you smile It is very difficult for someone to stay grumpy because you're smiling, you know, and the bigger your smile, the the, the bigger someone returns their smile. Um, I I was actually doing an experiment. I was um, in New York earlier this year and I was staying in Queens and I was um, dog sitting. So I was walking the dog there and walking around the neighborhood. And, um, but I was so happy because I was in New York and I I was going to see a lot of my clients and a lot of the people that I I knew. So I was feeling like, oh, I'm in New York, you know, I'm woohoo, but it was raining, it was dark. It wasn't like a woohoo experience for a lot of people because they were going into work. So they were all like, you know, (laughs) and there I was, I was like, oh, I'm walking this dog. I kind of like this dog as well. And I'm here. So I was like, and every single person that I looked at, they just started smiling back at me. When I would say good morning, whatever time it was, they would greet me back. And that's why I think it's contagious because you feel good, so other people, you you kind of, you know, you, yeah. you 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 vibe it out, and others will feel it. And it's not you. You don't always have to go around like smiling because that's not how, it's not how you feel. Right. But still, because you feel internally good it's it's kind of attracts the same people because if you're miserable you don't want to be around a happy person (laughs) you want to eat ice cream on the couch right (laughs) so that's why i really think that if you if you feel it you raise your vibration or whatever you want to call it you get more like-minded people
0: yeah it makes sense it's it's a wonderful feeling and more than that it's 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 so nice to give somebody a smile and and see them change. Like, we really have the power to help each other in ways that we don't understand, I don't think. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. It is. We spoke. Here's an interesting one. Champagne moments. The mention of enjoying a sparkly glass of champagne and you know, that always catches my attention, but how do you integrate moments of celebration and indulgence into your routine?
1: Uh, well, well it's, I, first of all, I love champagne. <laughs> so, um, But I don't want anybody, you know, to get, <laughs> um, but I had to learn, it's, it's, it's the one thing. But um, if, it, if I, I still drink champagne to celebrate, um so when do I do it? Well, when I want a new client or when I had an amazing month, um, and sometimes just to celebrate life, I must right. be honest, there as right. well. You know. Um, but I, I I do a couple of things to remember to celebrate. I write down wins every day. Right. And 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 that can be small things like I uh, did a workout. Um it's it's also the things I'm working on, but it, it can also be like, hey, I made a referral to someone and I made them happy. That's a win, you know. Or I got a new client, or I had a great presentation. So this podcast is gonna be on my win for today. I can already tell you that. You know. <laughs> I had fun, I loved it, we had a good conversation, yeah. a win, you know. And, and and writing these wins down makes me already be more aware and, and more celebrating. Um, so that's one thing I do. I do gratitude every day, and um, um, we. I have a daughter, and we have a habit that when she goes to bed, the three of us, uh, we always say, "So, what were the three best things of the day?" Um, and then, and and it. But it, it's such a. It's it's so small, but it's such a nice thing because you. Her day is ended on a high, um, and. And it's also really nice to learn what she appreciates. Um, and it's nice to understand, you know, what my husband appreciated. And, and it, it's such a nice habit. So, so that's what I do. And sometimes uh, when something really awesome happens, you know, I, I, I can also have a very nice cup of tea.
0: Of course.
1: But just really enjoy it. So that it's, it's small and big, um, but it starts with acknowledging it.
0: Yeah, in some in some ways, it sounds to me like you're just inviting inviting gratitude into your life. Which, when you don't have it, it's hard. It's empty without gratitude.
1: Yes, yes. If if you want to change something, start with gratitude for what you already have, because only then you can change it.
0: Yeah, I've I've noticed some really big shifts. It seems to me maybe it's because I'm talking to so many cool people, but it seems Mm. like even (laughs) though when you watch the headlines, it's all this despair. Like I'm seeing radical changes in people happening really fast. Have you noticed that?
1: Yes. Yes. And I, I actually sometimes think it's because there are so many dark things happening. Mm. We need more light. We, everything is always a balance, right? There's dark, but there's also a lot of light. And the darker it gets, the more light we need. So.
0: Yeah. And we're back to balance, just like that. <laughs> well... <laughs> Yvonne, we're coming up on an hour already, and this always happens oh, when, whenever we have crazy questions. Whenever I have like a, a lot of crazy awesome conversations, they go by super fast. And so um, before I let you go, though, where mm-hmm. can people find you? What do you have coming up, and what are you excited about? Okay.
1: Uh, people can find me on LinkedIn or um, on social media. I'm Yvonne Dome, so you can, you can find me. Just Google it. Or my company's name is Amaze Yourself. Um, reach out, connect. I would love to connect. I'm also a member of the Octopus uh, um, Foundation, so you can find me there. I'm a founding member, maybe that makes it easier. Um, what am I excited about? I, I, okay. I'm, I'm very excited about, I'm, I'm going to host a clinic in January. The reason why I do it in January is so we can finally relax in December and just enjoy the holidays. But it's going to be an amazing clinic. It's going to help you to um, set your business up for success. I'm going to provide you with the framework that I used for my one-on-one clients. One of them doubled their business, honestly, in six weeks. (laughs) She was so like, what? So I've taken that framework and I'm I'm going to walk you through it in three days. It's just an hour a day. I'm going to give you all the ins and outs. Basically what we talked about today, you know, what made you feel good? What are you going to keep? Um, and, and, and that's going to be phenomenal. So it's the CEO clinic. It's coming up in January. That's what I'm very excited about. Um, and what was the other question again?
0: Where can people find you? Did, did, you, did you name your website? Or? Oh, my website is
1: amaze-yourself.com.
0: Nice. What if people wanted to go to this clinic coming up? Can they, if they go to your website, can they sign up for the clinics you have in January?
1: Yes, for sure. Um, or shoot me an email when you – or, or um, connect with me, and I'll, I'll happily, <laughs> happily <laughs> tell you more. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, hang on briefly afterwards. I'll speak to you briefly afterwards. But to everybody hanging out with us today, I want to say thank you for – spending some time with us i want to encourage you to go down and check out the, the show notes and the links and reach out to yvonne she's an incredible coach with an incredible list of referrals that, that you can go and look for yourself but she's helped a ton of people she's insightful and she has a very unique way of making people become the most authentic versions of themselves so go check her out do yourself a favor that's all we got for today ladies and gentlemen i hope you have a wonderful day aloha aloha everyone